This is Pursuing Wholeness. music produced for us by Shane McClendon Life on Flow yeah appreciate it man appreciate that yeah definitely definitely very very smooth very smooth and perfect yeah it's like as I was listening to it I almost it took me back to my spoken word days and the words started to flow as I listened to the music and Back in the day, <laughs> it's been a little while. <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, yes, y'all, this is Pursuing Wholeness, and we're so happy to be on here again for another podcast episode. Um, we are in uh, the eighth month of 2020, and my, 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 this is just an interesting time. Mm-hmm. Um, what we're going to talk about today is pretty much like my feelings on that. Um, y'all might get a little bit of a, a a glimpse into some of the more authentic conversations that Sean and I have, um, because we just we were in the midst of a conversation. I said, let's just let's just go record this. Let's just go record. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know where it's gonna go. We're gonna just we're just gonna we're gonna be here. Um, so. We were, Sean and I, we, we like to occasionally watch a YouTube video just to encourage us or to inspire us, motivate us. And we watched some videos about urban gardening. And when we were done, um, I don't know what we were talking about, but we kind of got into where I was like, I just feel like in the midst of this pandemic, I've lost a sense of purpose. Like I just, I really can't even like place it. It's just like, just blah, just, I don't know. Like, I don't know. I just don't feel motivated. I don't feel like I'm a part of anything bigger. It's just kind of like this humdrum, checking things off the list, going through the motions thing every day. Um, not depressed, like it's not like a depressed state or anything, but it's just like a lackluster, like hard to place myself in the context of the world <laughs> these days. Sean's shaking his head as um, I guess typical. Yeah, the reason and for for to give listeners context. So, if you know my wife um, personally, you know that she's a very very passionate person, and um. Yeah, we'll we'll go into the details that we'll actually just talk about it, I guess. But um she's very passionate. So even, you know, I contended, you know, of course I kinda challenged my wife on, on what she said a little bit, you know, not out of some sort of calloused, you know, like not caring kind of thing, but more so just kinda, you know, just cause I kinda feel like I see something different from my perspective. You know, obviously we live in a time you know, a very weird time, a time where all of our quote normal um 
practices have been disrupted and it continue to be months in, uh, unfortunately, months into this pandemic. And um, so, yeah, so that's that. And it's kind of, you know, it's a little difficult, kind of used to it now, but still difficult nonetheless. But like, I know that this stuff has kind of been affecting my wife a certain way, perhaps more so than me because of our different personality types. But like, you know, sometimes, you know, whenever I heard my wife say that it's caused her to lose just a total sense of purpose, I'm kind of like, whoa, 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 whoa. Because I guess honestly, because I feel like I don't necessarily see that. Um, and and to it, it also kind of makes you wonder, which I guess we can do it to talk about it now. Like, what does it mean, you know, whenever, you know, perhaps we discuss some of these things that we are very passionate about and things. And I hear the passion and purpose in there. I guess like a lot of times it just, it feels more like a theory. I guess I feel anxious to put the things into practice. And um, I guess like, you know, since for the most part I'm at home with the kids that we recently started, you know, taking them to your parents' house again to let, you know, kind of re- re-institute um, some normalcy for the children and also just to give us a break as well. Um, that's helped, you know, to kind of break up the week a little bit. But it's just like every day it's the same thing, the same routine, the same people. I love those people that I see. I love y'all. But it's just the same. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I guess me being an extroverted person, it makes it hard um, to just be in the same space because then it just kind of seems like it's hard for you to see the big picture. Mm-hmm. It almost like maybe there is no big picture. None of this even matters. It's just <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just mm-hmm. been a big joke all this time. See, and, and honestly, y'all, like for me, and I don't know if it's like to me, for me, it's like everything, you know, that has been invested into life and up until now, you know, to hear such a thing to be said to me, you know, and I could be, I could be seeming just kind of like unthoughtful and all that kind of stuff, but it seems like kind of like a, a pretty big step, you know, (laughs) but let me, let me put it like this though. Like, so when we had our first child, you know, I guess six, six years ago, approximately, um, like my wife said, she's an extrovert and, um, you know, but my wife, you know, she really wanted to, she, you know, she has these ideals and things. And, you know, and I'd I be for it because I generally agree. But, she, you know, she wanted to stay home with the child and, you know, raise raise the child herself, you know, and um, nurse the child, you know, some for a, a time, you know, extended time. And just really care for the child, mom caring for the child. Like I said, I'm generally for those kind of things because I am, um, you know, you know, it's not the first thing I think about, but it's generally kind of the stuff I stand for, too. So I'm like, hey, let's go. So, um, you know, I was able to stay home for a couple of weeks and then I had to go back to work. But anyway, long story short, after a while, I kind of start hearing my wife saying some things, you know, like like questioning the very fundamentals of life, you know, like kind of, I actually, some of the same kind of stuff, (laughs) like 
I don't even really know what my purpose is. I don't really even know what I need to do right now. You know, and and I started to kind of be like, wait, 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 hold on. What, like, why are we... Why are we talking about these very fundamental existential questions? Like I don't I don't understand. Um but then, you know, we kinda talking through that stuff, you know, it's like it kinda started clicking my mind. It's like, oh, really what the deal is is that my wife wants and needs to be out and to see people and different scenery and stuff like that. You know, it was interesting to me. But then it's like I kind of understood that when 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 these types of questions are being asked, <laughs> I think it's more so indicative that you know my wife needs to interact with other people. She needs to kind of see other people and see things. And and I say this too. So when all this stuff went down with coronavirus, like you know, we took it more seriously. And if I take things seriously, then my wife takes it a whole lot more seriously than I do. So even now, um, you know, I mean, I've still had to w- go to work in the midst of the pandemic, which I think helps a lot too. Yeah. And she, she always says she, she believes it helps a lot. You know, I have changed the way I work. Obviously in those early days, we were teleworking a lot. And even now my work schedule has been changed. So I work swing shift, which for the first about two or three hours I'm there with a decent amount of people. But after that, very few people in my office. I'm one of the very few in my large office. Um, But anyhow, um, you know, my wife, she works from home and kind of homeschools and, and, you know, so she was already here. And so when we locked down, then, you know, that's like no coffee shop, not really taking the kids to my parents' house. No library, no park. Well, the park. I guess we um we could have still gone to the park, but we we're locked. When we when they said lockdown, we locked down. <laughs> yeah, we ain't go nowhere. Yeah, so, so yeah, so you know, kind of still working from that mode, and so, you know, I guess the questions have reemerged. You know about one's purpose in life and what one stands for, and if one's passions are real and you know things like that i guess like i just thrive in community i just i just really do it's so hard for me to place myself in the world when i'm not in the midst of a thriving active community even if i was in a place where there are people but there's just no passion and no enthusiasm then it's gonna drain me because I just thrive in spaces where people are excited about what they do. They're doing stuff with a sense of purpose and they're going after their dreams. They're going after the the common goal. And I don't really have that now. I mean, I have like my clients, my cases and and that's great, but it's still, I guess, since, um, since I'm not seeing them in person and I'm not traveling, like, oh gosh, I miss traveling. I used to love with my job. I, um, you know, I usually travel all over the state, at least over the um, southern part of the state, mid to southern part of the state to go meet with my clients and see them on their properties or whatever. And just everything's done by Zoom now. And um, I mean, soon, I, if I have clients who have a farm or something like that, I might be able to go 
meet with them on their farm outside or whatnot. But um, I just really miss getting out there and doing stuff. And so um, being, being, you know, shut in for three to four weeks intentionally, well, it was supposed to be three to four weeks, but we really didn't like leave lockdown mode for two or three months at least um, in terms of how me and the kids operated. And it's just like the more I do it, the longer I do it, the the harder it is to imagine life outside of this. Like, okay, so where do we go? Where do we go today? I don't know where to go. What can we do? It's just like, oh, like my memory has been erased of all the things we used Straight to do. Straight up erased. That's what totally it feels erased. like. It really does. It's like, it's just a blank slate. Like if I try to imagine where are we going to go today? Only places I've really been able to think of is Chick-fil-A, Chipotle, <laughs> you know, like restaurants. And we went to the park yesterday for the first time in a long time. And that was really great. We went with one of my friends um, and her baby. That was wonderful. But um, I don't know, just not having that regular routine or those places to go, those people to see, it just kind of takes a toll. Um so that's how it is for me. I guess it just shows just how much of an extrovert I am that when I'm not around people and especially like, I'm going to say people because I mean, I'm around people here. I got you and then two little people that are always here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, as soon as they wake up, they want mommy and they don't want to stop seeing mommy till they go to bed. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, um, that's yeah. pretty draining. You know, it's, um, a pleasure. And I think that having them helps, a lot to keep you know keep things going but at the same time it's nice to just be able to be your own person sometimes yeah you love your kids but like to be honest like once they get up it's pretty much a wrap you know <laughs> you know um in particular of course with my wife you know because i go to work or whatever but you know the moment the moment the baby gets up she's yelling and she's getting louder and louder because she's like somebody should have been in here already it's like the moment i get up i need to have a parent in here tending to my (laughs) desires that's how she feels and then my um then our oldest child you know when she gets up she's immediately very loud she has this laugh she does this he 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 ha 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 he 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 ha 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 in that same tone right exactly (laughs) and um it's like up here here we go it's like um, my brother and I, the, my brother, of course, the one who um, made the intro for this podcast. Me and him used to joke about like sometimes um, we used to teach kids at our, our old church, my, my mom and dad's church in Unadilla, Georgia. Um, we talked about how you, you would see like some kids kind of get this silliness in their eyes where you know you ever seen the kid be silly where like you know like they're just not listening at all <laughs> at all and um well anyway there's um for the for y'all who watch looney tunes there's um some of the looney tunes that had like a certain intro like the old kind of intro it was like the um uh it's like that that music to my brother and i really described 
like that look that you see in the kids' eyes when you know that it's just time <laughs> to go just wild and, and crazy and, and um It usually is about seven o'clock when it's time for them to go to bed. <laughs> right. It it emerges then and then it even kinda like it, you know, we even see some of it in the morning. But mm-hmm. it's like that's just like you you know when that music hits, you know, in the invisible realm, it's like, okay, here we go. Here we go. You know. I love my kids, though. I love my kids. Yeah, then Ava, she has her um, Pink and Sirena stories. Yeah. I won't get too many details because I don't want y'all stealing her ideas. I think that they really could be something one day. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like sometimes you kind of, I don't know, you kind of do want maybe her to share the ideas with other people. Cause yeah. It's, <laughs> it's almost 24-7, like endless, you know, the mm-hmm. story is stories every single day. And it'll be like, oh, yeah, I remember when – Pink and Sirena did this and, and that, and then, and then you know, <laughs> you know and then we like, literally had to be like, all right, stop, 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 all right, all right, let's 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 move on. It's not time for that right now. Cause that, and then it just like she'll just be reading, you know, reading by herself, and then she just come in, and then yes. Pink said, yeah, like, so it's, oh it's I don't know, it's like Lord God, give give me the strength to be patient through these stories or whatever, because it's kind of hard. It's harder for Daddy to be patient. Yeah, you know, y'all mama, y'all think Sean playing when he say twenty four seven? It's all the time. Literally, like literally, if we're if we're not doing something, actively doing something, it's that story is going. We're in the car, mm-hmm. it's going. We're walking down the street, it's going. She in the bathroom, she trying to tell me the story. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. while I'm fixing breakfast, while I'm fixing lunch, while I'm fixing dinner, it's just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, play. Mm-hmm. It's 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 nearly tortuous, you know, but um. You know, I really, I'm believing that something is going to come out of it. That it's going to be some sort of cartoon um, series or something like that. Yeah, you know, the story just keeps getting better. Yeah, that's going to generate a return for her and her parents. Right. And, you know, even along those lines, like going back to the way I've been feeling, it's hard. And I don't even know. I guess because I'm just such a community person. It's hard for me to think of creative, fun ideas for the kids to do so it's like we just do the same thing because i just my creativity is low my excitement is low it's just like i just go with the default we just do what we always do and so it's like this this um recursive is that the word recursive i don't know you know i like to use big words and sometimes i don't use the right ones but it's just this cycle that just feeds itself feeds itself continually it's like you're you feel like you're losing purpose, so then you do things that are purposeless, and then because you do things that are purposeless, it feeds into the lack of a sense of purpose, and it's just this cycle going on and on and on and on. So the question I have, though, with that is, like, why not intentionally just kind of pause and break the cycle? What would it <laughs> take know, to do that? I don't know. I, I, feel, I don't know, like... I told you I have a blank slate. So it's just like, I don't know. Like, I don't know <laughs> how many times I said it. Right. I mean, I really don't know. Because here's the way I see it. Again, I know that I think differently. I'm an, I'm an introvert, you know. So some of the stuff, the way that things are, even though I don't like it, some of the stuff I prefer. Actually, I like, I actually like to have things to be somewhat the same. I actually, I actually fight for that. You know, to kind of have like a semblance of like sameness, like a something to build off of. But anyway, the way I see it, 
like, you know, having a cycle of thought that's like, you know, clean slate and just kind of doing regular things. I guess the way I see it is basically if you can just break, break the day, you know, sometime whenever the kids ain't up or whatever, just really intentionally think about that stuff and then just do something different. You know, even for example, like the, uh, excuse me, the stuff about going out in the midst of coronavirus and everything, you know, we're still, we still, you know, are being cautious and wearing masks. We're still kind of like, kind of contemplating how we interact with people, but we have decided, you know, we just start to um, take our kids to my parents' house, you know, some, um, but just think about, okay, what's something else that we can do? What's something else that we can do regularly in a way that we feel comfortable with right now? But, you know, we got to think, you got to think about it sometime whenever the kids aren't up or whenever it's a really a truly fresh time. Um, it's my thoughts, you know, because otherwise, like, cause I think my thoughts are, and this is just showing that you can intentionally, if you, if you just have to be in very, very intentional, probably a lot more than normal, you know, to like break the cycle by like taking some other time to think about what you're doing. Actually think about, you know, because if you just kind of get into the day, I mean, it's hard for almost anybody, I think to kind of like, kind of even kind of like make a change in a day, especially with kids. But, um, I don't know. I think the challenge is like getting that space to like really think about the day before the day begins, before the kids get up. Yeah. I think that's a bit part of things. Um, that's a bit part of it. Just thinking about the day, mm-hmm. but, um, even just in general, I guess it, you know. I, I guess it's why I always am forming these little groups, <laughs> yep. trying to form these groups because I just feed off of the energy of other people, and I, it's sometimes very hard for me to think about something without at least hearing from somebody else on their thoughts. It's like I guess it's even like with me being more of an editor than a writer, mm-hmm. I do a better job editing other people's stuff than I do writing my own stuff. Yeah, so I, I've written um a few books, health related books, you know, um, you know, about high blood pressure, what people can do practically for high blood pressure and diabetes and whatnot. And with pretty much all the books except for maybe one, I had my wife to proofread. And um, you know, she slices and dices, you know, red pen, you know, marking out things. I'd be like, now hold up now. No, I wanna say that that way. You know, but like, you know, kind of correcting my grammar. And I would like to think I'm actually decent. But I've been telling her, you know, my wife be wielding that red pen, but it's about time for me to wield the red pen. You know, you I've been telling I've been telling her See you see you you hear, you hear the pride? You hear it? So so that's why I've been telling her I want to proofread some of your stuff because like you said, you're more so you like to be the editor, you know, but um, I'm going to need you to, to be the producer, you know, and I want to edit. But why I got to produce? That just might, might not be my lane. No, but you you said you said you got books in you. You said you're going to produce, you know, but um, I don't see the manuscript. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> yeah, I said it like stuff related to your law and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. 
I don't know if it's the heirs' property that you do now. Or... Yeah, I just said I need more material for that stuff. But um, maybe one day, once I get a few more cases under my belt, with um, get some more good stories, I guess. Um, because sometimes you had cases you don't necessarily had good stories, but anyhow, um, I mean, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm just more of a an editor, and and I have to. I mean, I guess I'm working through being able to trust my own creations, mental creations, and, like, go on the ideas that I create. Because a lot yeah. of times, um, maybe some of it, maybe because I um, I don't maybe trust my own ideas or yep. I, I kind of, like, want somebody else to bite on them, you know, and then be like, okay, yeah, let's go with it. I don't know. I just thrive off the energy of other people. It's, it's very challenging for me to, like, create something organically from within myself and really, like, carry it through. Mm-hmm. I guess maybe I get bored and I just, to me, it's like, like I just said, I thrive off of the energy of other people. It's kind of like driving a car and running out of gas. It's like I got to fill up and I fill up with the presence of people. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's hard for me to run on E. You know, I guess, it's, you know, and we talk about community a lot on this podcast. And um, I guess as you're saying that, it kind of makes you think about how a lot of times I'm the opposite. Like, whereas you thrive off of kind of like thinking with people, it's hard for me to think with people, at least initially. I, I like to work with people. I like to work with groups and whatnot. But I actually like to have been able to think independently first. I like to do that because sometimes in a group of people when a lot of ideas and stuff are being thrown around, it just kind of like jumbles my brain up. And, you know, I like to be able to already come with thoughts developed so I can know. So Sean can know where Sean is, then bring those to the community and share them. Now, the thing is with me, you know, you know, it's kind of funny. But like, I guess because I've thought about things a bit, um, I can tend to be relatively confident about my thoughts, at least confident enough to try them myself. Um, I am still one who's open to people's suggestion, but at the same time, it's like if 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 I've brought something and it gets ripped to shreds, then <laughs> then then I become I might become a little bit defensive. Yeah, you know, because again, the type of thinker that I am, because I go back in the closet so to think so 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 to speak and think about things when it, whatever I bring out is thought through decently and even I'm almost even ready to act you know by the time I bring stuff out so if if it's kind of brought down and all this kind of stuff you know I might I might even be ready to fight, fight you know <laughs> he ain't playing either well you know but um but yeah it's just interesting to me because so, like anytime I hear you say that it's hard for you to think outside of people it's like geez like it is not at all like that with me it's like I prefer to think about stuff bef- before I get to the group mm-hmm. and then bring it in the group so I can be confident so I can really know everything that I'm thinking about. Yeah. It's funny. Cause you know, um, I work with Ms. Wanda and she's very big into personality types. And so she's always like kind of reminding us that this is how you come to the table, but other people don't, 
necessarily come that way. And, and it doesn't mean that you're wrong or they're wrong. It's just a different way of viewing the world. Yeah. Because for me, I bring my ideas ready for people to attack them and to, to, to you know, to test them and to discuss them and, and, and manipulate them and then come out with something new. So when people don't, when people are like, okay, good. Then I'm like, wait, wait, like, I mean, like, what are we going to do with this? I, I'm not, I didn't, we didn't fully, I didn't fully flesh it out. It's like, I always expect people to, to do stuff to my ideas and then to create something new. Um, and so like, even, I mean, the thing is that with this pandemic, I would say for me personally, I was already on the, on the edge. I was already on the brink because I had just, I'm already a, a, a solo entrepreneur. So I work for myself. I don't have staff. And then I just had the baby and, you know, she just being, you know, just like when, when it was how it was with the oldest, it's like I wasn't around as many people. And so it's harder to, um, I, I was already kind of missing some of that, even though like we were doing the homeschool group and um, getting together with other homeschool families pretty regularly. Um, so that was great. And then, um, I had started working at the church as like a co-working space. And so that kind of gave me some of my outlet as well. Um, but yeah, I was already in spaces that, and then we homeschooled. So it's like already had created certain spaces that lend themselves to be isolating. And so once the pandemic happened, it just like knocked us over into the water to where we're fully by ourselves out there in the ocean. Um, and so it just, I guess I was already on the brink. So now it's just a process of trying to get out of that, that feeling of, um, being alone and not having other people and and just, I guess like finding people who are working on the same thing. Like I, I just really desire to be a part of an initiative or, or even multiple initiatives where we're accomplishing something, um, so I guess that's kind of coming to play with the homeschool groups we're trying to, that I'm trying to create with other people. Um, where I, I ideally just would love to find a group of other moms who are interested in educating our children and also have like a community focus. And we just create like a little village in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, saying that, that that to me is the problem our society is built so individualistic that like when a mom chooses and dad's probably the same way but i'm talking about moms when a mom chooses to stay home with their children whether they're working from home or they're stay-at-home mom then that's like a decision to be alone and that's not the way it is in other cultures and that's not the way it was traditionally. Women, at least from what I've gathered, women in the past and in other cultures um, tend to do things together. So, like, they're cooking together. They're uh, raising their children together. They're just doing things together. There's there's not as much of this, this is my house, me and my kids in my house by ourselves. Um, from what I gather traditionally women did things in community. And so what I'm really been desiring is more of that where women are coming together, educating our children together and 
you know, maybe even at some point doing something where we're like cooking together and somehow doing this stuff in a joint way and not just you and your house, I'm in mine. And occasionally we'll have a play day or a meeting, but like where it's just like this constant sense of community. That's what I really desire. And I think that that's like the cure for um, the feelings I feel. Like I don't feel like you deciding to stay home should mean that you're alone. I feel like that's just you just decided that your community is at home and not at work. Yeah, you know, the thing is like the society that we live in, you know, it's like it's kind of bound to be that way. You know, it's <clears throat> there are there are a lot of people who kind of like are already moving towards some of those kind of things like what you have in mind, but I think a lot in our case it's a matter of something being created to be like that. Mm-hmm. You know the 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 um the community of schooling mothers or you know well yeah I guess like you said you're talking about moms now but schooling mothers coming together that way to um teach their kids and all that kind of good stuff you know yeah we you know American society is indeed very individualistic and you know, binary and um a lot of that stuff just doesn't mix. You know, you're either you're either home or out or outside at work and then I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, you know, the thing is, you know, thinking about that and then thinking about modern day where it can't necessarily be as much as much in person as one would want. I mean maybe with some precaution, but not really like one would want, you know, gotta really be creative like really creative you know like i think we talked about before i think about how like this is a time of um of opportunity because things are so different it's an opportunity opportunity to kind of explore what that kind of community will look like now mm-hmm. you know i mean it's going to take some it's going to take some mental exercise to kind of like see see how to what would work, what would really be community. But um, it's an opportunity to think what, what would like such a community look like now for a person like you who's extroverted and wants um, to do stuff with people in a meaningful way in the midst of a pandemic, you know. I mean, I think, I mean, there's definitely a lot of possibility or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's just like a time for new novel um, thought processes, so to speak. Right. I, I think that the pandemic challenges us to be creative in mm-hmm. ways that we weren't challenged before. Because even though I might have had similar feelings, you had other things that could kind of create this um, illusion at the least and maybe even like a be a, a void filler. You had things you can use um, to do that because we were a lot more there are a lot more thing, available things out there. Um, you know, stuff was open and, you know, you could figure stuff out. But with this pandemic and then us being more restricted in the way we socialize, it kind of forces you to think creatively, whereas before you could get by. And so I guess there's an opportunity in that. Mm-hmm. I would say that um, – I, I, I'm looking for the people who are like me. You don't have to be an, an extrovert. It could be, you know, introverts as well. Just people who 
really are looking for a new way of operating in this society. Mm-hmm. We, you know, it's real serious. Again, like we talked about community, real serious about community and just doing it together. Um, mm-hmm. There's a group of women out of Wisconsin that I follow on Instagram. Um, they have a, a group, a school that they call Freedom Colombo, and that's um, like their homeschool group. It's three women and their children. And they just homeschooled together in community. And I've been following them since I started this journey, since I was, um, you know, up at 3 a.m. nursing a newborn baby, watching, looking at them on Facebook. Um, So it's been like almost a year and a half since I've been following them. But I just love what I see from them. It's like this joint effort to raise their children together, to school them together. And um, I just I just desire that. So I'm interested. I think we probably should go ahead and wrap up now. I'm interested in hearing from people who have those same senses. Like, I mean, you you might be doing fine during the pandemic, but people who are just at the least feeling like, you know, I, I want to create something different. I believe that um, we can be doing community differently. We can make it so that women who stay at home are not necessarily lonely. Uh, where we're doing things together, uh, we're 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 raising our children together. I'm interested in hearing from people who who have those inclinations, who are interested in those things, and just want to hear what y'all what ideas come up. You know, especially if you're here in um, like the Middle Georgia area, you know, holler at me. You know, who knows? I'm I'm real open. Like I mean, as long as someone. Folks share like common values. It don't have to be exactly the same, but you know, we have some baseline commonalities. I'm interested in talking, you know, and just seeing even if like we don't form like a small group that we're just intimately involved in homeschooling together. It could be that um there's like a a coalition or a framework or something like that. Like just holler at me. I'm interested in hearing what ideas people have, what thoughts they have you know, want to know what people's desires are. Cause I feel like in this time, it's a really good time for us to listen to that inner voice that's saying, I want something different. I want something more. So I want to hear, you know, we want to hear what, what y'all are feeling, what y'all are longing to, for. Um, mm-hmm. Please definitely, you know, let us know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'll say, you know, as we wrap it up, like I also just want to encourage you, you know, like y'all let's think outside the box, man. You know, and and, and kind of learn to even follow some of the urges on the inside of our hearts, um, because I think what the world really needs is like for us who have these inclinations in our hearts, these deep held inclinations, to um to actually do something with them or whatever, to add whatever it is to the world it is that we need to add, um, because I mean there there's no better time than now to do different stuff rather than, you know, just kind of like just wondering what if, what if. But anyway, I, I digress. I don't want to like go off of something. You know, we do want to hear from you. and We want to hear maybe even how you, what you going to do, you know, what you going to do differently. Um, how you going to think differently, how you're going to create your community. Or even if you already have, like right. if somebody, if you, you know, one. if you have, you know, we, this is basically therapy session with Sean, with Veronica, um, you know, got counseled by by Sean and his infinite wisdom. <laughs> we often joke like that, like Sean is so wise, he knows everything. 
But um, <laughs> my daughter has even said that he's like, yeah, because daddy knows everything. And I think she has at times really believed that. And I'm like, no, 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 don't do that. But y'all know why we say that, right? She, Cause yeah, he she, act like he know no, everything. No, I don't. No, I don't. The thing <laughs> is like when, when Sean says something, like I was saying earlier, when Sean says something, Sean has some level of, of confidence. I'm not saying that I'm always right. Like I've never said that, but I guess it's just the way it kind of, it can come off or whatever. Cause you know, like my wife was saying, she, she likes to think with other people. So she's always like, so, but what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? You know, with me, you know, it's like, you know, I've thought about stuff. And so a lot of times I ask what I think. <laughs> and so I tell what I think, you know? And so then, then, you know, it's like, you know, well, Sean knows everything. So, you know, I don't know, y'all. I don't really we, know what We can go into more details, but we won't about why I conclude that Sean knows everything. Yeah. But mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, um, anyway, so, yeah, I can't remember what I was saying, but, but yeah, let us know. Oh, yeah, if you, if you um, have any therapy tips for me as well to help me out of my funk, definitely welcome feedback so we thank y'all so much for joining us and hope that it's been interesting to you thought-provoking that maybe you laughed at something um and we look forward to sharing with you the next time you make sure you share it and look for our next episode okay all right y'all take care Basics Health and Wholeness Podcast with theme music produced by Life on Flow.